Who's this? Um, this is Meseret. What's your name? Oh, my name oh. is Mark. Oh, hi, Mark. Is that your full name? Or is Mark short for something? That's my full name, Mark. Okay. Yeah. That's nice. Meseret, Meseret is short for, uh, what is it short for again? Mestopheles. Is that true? No. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> Mezra is uh, the whole name. Mez is for yeah. short. You know, for yes, uh, let's talk. You know, let's be fair. For for people who can't pronounce uh, Mezret or can't read it, people can't pronounce it. Oh yeah, that was a running joke for me growing up. Every first day of class, you know, first grade, second grade, third grade, all the way up, you know, and they're doing the roll call of, you know. Mark Dowling, and you're like, here. Present. Yeah. Present. And then obviously yeah. there's there's the, the knucklehead. The knucklehead who's just like, here. Or mm-hmm. it's just like, Kyle. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. And then for, the, like, obviously, you know, because it's alphabetical where your name is going to kind of land. Um, yeah. And so I was just like, all right, here he goes. Let's see how this teacher butchers my name. So I've heard every rendition possible i've heard so mesera is the correct way to pronounce it i've heard mesere where a lot of people think the t at the end is silent french yeah. french yeah which i'll give you that i've heard mariset where they just replace the r and the s <laughs> they just switch it <laughs> i've heard um well it usually it uh, you know it's my name coming up because they proceed it with says the person ahead of me and then comes to my name, reads it, and then goes, um, huh. Um, and you know that's my name because they're just like, how do I say this as delicately as possible? So that sometimes they'll just be like, mess. And then I'll just be like, yup, that's me. And they'll be like, how do you pronounce your name? I'm just like, however way you do, it's fine. I don't care. Like, mm-hmm. I've had teachers call me the wrong name for a very long time. And my friends will actually be like, his name's actually Meseret. And they're like, Meseret, is that true? I'm like, yeah, but it doesn't matter. I'm going to see it, but the, it's going to be done. So the weird thing is, it's spelled exactly as it sounds. Yeah. I mean, hooked on phonics. Yeah, it's, I wonder if it's a lot of pressure for a teacher to be there first day of school having to read like, yeah. you know, 30, 40 names. I think it is. I think all these people stare. Yeah, because, well, in our minds, when I'm in second grade, I look at my teacher and I think the teacher is like 70, like just disproportionately older than they actually are. And now I'm 32 and I have friends who are teachers who are teaching, you know, middle school or high school or you know, elementary, and they're not super old. So they have their own insecurities and their own kind of vulnerabilities with all that stuff too. Not everybody's like super confident just be like, all right, your name's Mark. And that's how it's, it's spelled. That's how I'm going to say it, especially now. Like I'm sure if I was in school now, a lot of teachers would be like, could you just pronounce it for me the way you want it to be heard? And it's just mm-hmm. like, it's just Mark, just M-A-R-K. And it was like, well, if there's any other way you want to pronounce that, that's fine. And it was just like, it just, it's, it's not that big a deal. I didn't yeah. pick the name. 
what would your name be if you could pick it? Ooh, that is a good question. Hercules. <laughs> Hercules. What are your what are your parents' names? Uh my mom's name is Eden. Or Ooh. you know, it the the way it's spelled is Eden, E D E N. Um mm-hmm. and my dad's name is actually my last name, so it's Hadish. And that's like culturally, like if I ever have kids, uh, their last name would be my first name. Whoa, that's pretty cool. Yeah. But you know, just run of the mill African names. But not too I don't know, like I I never looked at it as like so different because of my parents and my brother and but I obviously growing up in North Dakota where everybody's name yeah. is like, you know, Brian or whatever, it's I guess it stands out. But Yeah. Know. But it's I, yeah unique for those people that you're hanging around you know you're not like one of seven stephanie's in a that's true high school that's which is also probably like um i'm stephanie s okay (laughs) oh god don't don't confuse me with that cow (laughs) stephanie r oh stephanie r i don't know no it's true i'm just being a mean high school girl that would be tough to be you know the third brendan or something like that and it's just like yeah that's so i guess that's kind of where you see like the wild spellings of like ashley and it's like a-s-h-l-e-i-g-h and you're just like you're just you know grammatically the same as but like it's so dumb right i'm jackie with uh with two q's (laughs) with two with two, two q's, q's a y and an i well that's always three a big... e's never seen it you've never seen it three e's three e's i'm unique well what if someone had to give you or gave you a nickname what did you have growing up like what was did everybody just call you mark or was there something else you went by an alias of sorts everybody called me dowling dowling okay went by a last name because there were a couple marks i never liked the name mark and i would also get called matt or mike or something a lot by like people i didn't really know right who i just met like they on purpose they were just like hey what's up matt and like i told you my name is mark <laughs> no no by accident but it's oh, okay uh, it's like weird to correct someone yeah that's be how like, i felt don't you know who i am <laughs> because i say it like that i don't know how to be like oh actually it's mark oh i'm sorry don't you know who i am <laughs> i gave up because there was just too many I would just, so a lot of people would just be like Mez because it's short and that's an yeah. easy. The best was I had a teacher once who didn't even attempt to say my name or try to pronounce it. They were just like M. And I was just like, oh, I guess that's me. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm the first letter of my name is M. I guess, I guess that's me. I'm M. And he was just like, he was like an old, uh, he was a dude who was in the Coast Guard, and uh, he oh. smelled like soup, and he rode a Harley Davidson. Uh, wow. He was one of the most interesting teachers I ever had. Uh, he talked about like why he, he wore a clip-on tie, and the reason he wore it was from the Coast Guard, 
and he's just like, do you guys ever know why you're supposed to wear a clip-on tie? We're, you know, children in high school, I guess, mm-hmm. and, you know, doing this electronics course. And he's just like, you wear a clip-on tie because if you're working in machinery, like on the Coast Guard, you're working on a ship or something, if you wear a normal tie and it gets snagged on something, you could hang yourself. So if you had a clip-on tie, it would just pull the clip-on tie. So he proceeded to just wear a clip-on tie for the rest of his life. Of that threat that he might get hanged in yeah. a non-factory situation. Yeah, and he also said, uh, don't wear rings on your fingers if you're working with electric because oh sure, depending on what you could touch, you know, the ring could melt. And he's just like, I had a, there was a guy who had his ring on. He wasn't supposed to. He touched something, uh, some voltage, and the ring melted and just like straight cut his finger off, like just cauterized it mm-hmm. and it just sliced it completely off. And yeah, he was uh, interesting stories. But, uh, you know, it was like M to start the class and then he learned my name but it was always it's always great have you been back to your high school at all to like visit yeah to just uh, uh surprise <laughs> my teachers <laughs> hey what's up well, you remember people, me <laughs> you fucking idiot. I remember when, when i was in high school people like people who were oh, seniors yeah. the year before or something would come by yep Maybe like, hey, how'd you go? <laughs> like, oh, to yeah. the teachers and say hello. And I think I would be like, oh, like, you've been <laughs> out of here a year and you're back visiting. You must really hate college or really yes. like your time in high school. 100%. I remember seeing kids. It was kind of nice as like, whatever, a, a sophomore and a junior and your teacher kind of is like stopping the class to, to talk to this person who was a student previously because it was like, all right, yeah. we don't have to hear this lecture or whatever. We can just kind of like do our do whatever we want while this happens. Um, but I always thought it was just like, yeah, it'd kind of be nice to come back, you know, and just be like, look mm-hmm. out to the classroom, all those kids and just be like, I was there. <laughs> I'm not there anymore. <laughs> I'm a grown ass adult. You little <laughs> shits have to be here for another year. I don't know. There is a power to it where it's just like, yeah, I'm free. So I choose to come back to high school. But like in hindsight, it's the dumbest thing in the world. Is it's like even if you like a teacher, there's no reason for you to just like come back it, like, you know, at 1 30 in the afternoon in the middle of class and just be like, oh hey, what's up? You remember me? Let's talk. Let's have a conversation in the middle of your class. I, yeah. uh, our high school actually, I think it was towards the end because obviously college, sometimes they would end earlier. So like earlier in May. So a lot of people would come home from college and then, you know, just hang around. So I remember my high school in May basically were like no visitors coming back to the high school. Like you, you can't come to like see teachers or faculty because it interrupts, you know, the finals and the testing and all that stuff. Yeah, definitely. But I, I haven't, I went once. It was again, probably like a year after I graduated. Um, 
And the reason why actually was I had a teacher when I was a senior, he was just like, um, if you graduate and you come back, I will give you uh, the way I learned how to cheat in school, like a, a way to like cheat on tests. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, yeah, I came back home from college or whatever on a break and was just like, all right, I'm going to go in. We go in and he's not in class. I think he was like an off period. And he's like, we're, you know, catching up. He was a good teacher. And then I was just like, what's the secret? How to cheat? And he's like, oh, yeah. He's like, well, you kind of need either the test. So if you have the test beforehand, (laughs) (laughs) if you have the test beforehand, obviously you can like get all the information, but how do you remember what answer is what? So what you do is you write it on your fingernail in pencil, the answers. And then the reason why you write it on your fingernail is if like a teacher comes by and it's just like, what is that? You can just like wipe the pencil off of your fingernails. And I was mm-hmm. just like, that's not that good of an idea. That's not like a good of like cheating. You have well, to know the it answer. It has to be a a 10 question right test also and like a multiple <laughs> choice where you unlike your thumb you have like question one is a and question yeah. two is d or whatever and you're just like this is this doesn't help me in my you know astronomy class in college where i have to like go through 500 pages of of a book to figure out mm-hmm. constellations and shit Yeah, that's weird. Whenever I cheated in class, it would just be looking at someone else's test. Oh yeah, like for multiple choice. Multiple choice, and then I would like miss miscount, like because <laughs> you can't really see on a no. on a scantron, like when you're supposed to be wearing glasses and you're not wearing glasses. <laughs> Is that it's what like, you oh, do? I missed, I missed the column by like one, <laughs> and then everything is just wrong. Oh my god! And I have to get. So cheating doesn't pay, is what I'm saying. Yeah, cheating, cheating isn't isn't worth it. That's funny because I feel like, well, I always wonder like, how do teachers know that someone is cheating without like catching <laughs> them sure in the act? Sure, kids are very. Oh, okay, yeah. Like obviously in the I mean, act, if they like, were to get the results of the test and they're like, oh, so and so doesn't right look smart, and they got a lot of answers correct. Well, I think it's cheated. for sure. Like a, a pattern of behavior and grades, you know, if if Mark Dowling has consistently been getting, you know, C's and then all of a sudden gets like 100% on a test that he should also just get a C on, then it's just mm-hmm. like, all right, that's suspicious. But the key to that is, especially I had heard from like friends who, had older siblings who had gone through those classes and maybe kept some of that stuff. You're like, here's, you know, my test or whatever. So you can usually like older teachers wouldn't change their coursework year to year. They're just kind of like, here's the same test I gave to the last kid. I mean, why would you? Yeah. Yeah. So they just want to go. Most of them just (laughs) want to go in and get out. I think. Right. Yeah. Or in my town, they w- I would see them when I worked at the bowling alley, go to the bar and get drunk. So really? That's what they did. <laughs> yes. Wow. But I think the key is if you got a test 
previous like a previous year test is instead of getting all of it correct you'd like purposefully make a couple of mistakes so instead of getting you know an a plus 100 out of 100 you'd get a few wrong on purpose to throw the scent off to be like oh well he got a a b like an 86 or a you know a yeah. 90 he's just like all oh, right i guess he studied 86 <laughs> like when you get that test back and it says 86 <laughs> feels good you just dodged a bullet yeah dodged a beaten <laughs> if i got below an 80 oh yeah there comes the belt here it comes get ready <laughs> no did you know any of your teachers outside of school <laughs> no were you like oh hey mrs mcdonald how's it going you mean, have i ever seen any of it i, I don't well, yeah i don't think so no i yeah when i worked no. in the bowling alley i saw him a few times like a few different teachers and it was like it, yeah, it was very unnerving because you always see them in, in this box with, you know, chairs and desks and a chalkboard or marker board <laughs> behind them. And you're just like, this is where you live. You live in this room. You don't leave. Yeah. You're here when I come and you're there when I leave. Mm-hmm. And then to see them, you know, like pushing a car at the grocery store, you know, going through the eggs to make sure they're not broken it's it's weird <laughs> yeah you're just you're just a person i can't imagine what it's like now where like you could actually go on your teacher's social media find their yeah one of the teachers like friended me on instagram like a teacher that i had in high school like you, you know when instagram right. came <laughs> i thought that was weird yeah they it just... wasn't before instagram came it was after instagram came. Oh, okay they just did the, uh, here's my email, and then it's just like, here are contacts that you can connect with, and then it's just like, Mark Dowling. Maybe, yeah, I don't know why that would, yeah, I'm not yeah. sure, but. I have no, I have no reason to necessarily connect with those teachers that I had. Um, I mean, I don't live in that area anymore, so it's not like I would see them, but. Uh, right. Yeah, I'm not like... What's the point? What's the, <laughs> What's point? the point? What is the point of school? School sucks. School blows. <laughs> Eat my shorts. Fuck school. I say, fuck school. Fuck school. Fuck school. Especially, well, I know in New York, like, there's, like, pre-K, and, like, there's a lot of stuff even before kindergarten. Uh, don't get me started. Don't get me started. <laughs> The liberal yeah, agenda. Yeah, they're like, uh, like camps. Not camps, but like, yeah, maybe camps. Like daycares and, not daycares. <laughs> we don't know what yeah. we're talking about. We don't have kids. Like, uh, you know when you have a kid and, uh, yeah, it's like a <laughs> social, like a social club where right. kids can meet other kids. Social club. <laughs> There's a pool table and a it's, slot machine. It's, uh, <laughs> yeah. Sons of Anarchy. Sons of Anarchy. Somebody comes, uh, a kid walks through the double doors, and then everybody's just like, hey, Ricky. And just like pull, pulls up uh, a seat at the table. Guy gives him a juice Backwards. box. Backward seat. Backward seat. 
and then someone's at the at the jukebox, you know, playing the Rugrats theme song. Yeah. And they're just chilling. You know how jukeboxes have theme songs on them. <laughs> yeah, exactly. No, my before kindergarten, it was just like I think daycare, but also, I did you ever go to camp like in summer? Yeah, I went to like regular day camp when I was very little, and then sleepaway camp when I was older. Damn, I wish I would could have gone to like a sleepaway camp. That would have been so much fun. Yeah, I think you would have liked it. It's a lot of like outdoorsy stuff. Yeah. I, I, you like that shit. I like that. I like being outdoorsy, you know, <laughs> being with nature, stepping on bugs, you know, burning, uh, burning all my ants. skin cells. <laughs> yeah, burning ants. Oh, uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, burning ants. Just playing God to bugs because I'm so much bigger than them, knowing that, yeah. uh, you know, they only ev- like evolve into a stronger species. That will bite me and then poison me. Mm-hmm. That's how. That's why like things get poison, poisonous. It's just because they're gonna get their payback. Yeah, they're just like we're gonna become the ants. Ever think about that? <laughs> Do you ever, ever think about that? <laughs> that's basically like everybody who are really into UFOs. They're just like we're the ants. You don't understand. They could crush us. And you're just like, all right, all right. Whatever you say, Joe Rogan. I love Joe Rogan. He's so cool. <laughs> He's so cool. <laughs> Bro, he like gets comedy. He you gets know? comedy. I, He's like a vet. He's a comedy vet. Well, yeah, absolutely. He He's a huge veteran. Um, and he has an interest in MMA. Yeah. Well, uh, that's the thing is like, I forgot for the longest time that he was still doing stand-up. I I thought he was just doing MMA stuff, but he's, yeah, he's doing, uh, he's doing whatever. He's the voice of our generation. I can't imagine what his stand-up is like. I don't know. He's probably talking about. Like, what is it? Does he do? Is he just like aggressively doing (laughs) observational comedy? No, I, I mean, yeah, I think he does. Uh, you know, stand-up is so weird because it's like, yeah, this is this is just shit you saw and you're making a joke about it. I lost such a weird fascination with stand-up a long time ago when I was, when you would just hear the just kind of general jokes where it's just like, oh, isn't it weird that we all stand in line to go do this thing and just like, yeah, I guess. Whatever. I don't care. I, <laughs> I like for a long time. I just had a weird disconnect with stand up, and it. I would just watch old stand up because that's what I remember as being the funniest to me. And there was a there was like a line where I felt it was just like apart from you know one or two people that I really liked, I didn't feel like stuff was super funny to me. And a lot of the stuff that I really liked was obviously very like someone's personal anecdotal experience telling stories, you know, and that's more interesting to me than just like general kind of like, so I had a baby. Oh, what's that all about? Everybody has babies now. (laughs) And just like, I don't care, man. Tell me a story about how you got punched in the face. That's more interesting. 
Right. You, the thing is like when somebody is a great storyteller, you can be like, Oh, um, like Birbiglia has this great story about this thing. Right. But if somebody just tells jokes that are like, yeah, you know, run of the mill and they don't have a specific style to them, you're like, somebody had this joke that was like, you don't remember For sure. who the comedian is that had that joke. It's just very general. And then obviously like people can steal material from other people if they're like yeah. jokes like that. You can't steal a story from someone. But kind of like how in the 80s, there was like so many comments, comics and there were so many avenues for them to showcase their stuff in comedy clubs or whatever. A lot of comedians were just kind of talking about the same general stuff. And it's kind of the same now where social media is kind of leveled so much of the playing field where you know a comedian talking about something that i see you know someone on instagram talking about or making fun of like the disconnect with that i don't think like stand-up comedians completely understand because it's like well i'm in on a stage with a microphone and that's different than just like holding my phone up and like talking into it and i think most people don't see that much of a correlation they're just like is it funny or is it not mm. so a lot of people well, just memes that yeah. like oh the, yeah memes you think are of like hilarious. this this setup <laughs> i memes really are like funnier the white, than 90 percent of the standards yeah but that's the same the the premise of a joke is like the the meme you know is totally. like the the formula of the, the meme at its yeah <laughs> no it's <I'm>, at its simplest <laughs> it's a setup punchline yeah. And sure, plug plug yeah. in the joke here. Totally, but it's exactly the same as if two comedians are like, "I want to do a bit about how right uh, baseball is boring or whatever." Yeah, and then I don't know. And I think there are there are always going to be exceptions to the rule of like, well, this person just does mostly observational stuff. Like Anthony Jeselnik is like a phenomenal joke writer and stand up. And he does stuff that isn't necessarily super personal, but it's still like, it's so unique. It's so like specific and it's funny because of that. But if he was just doing kind of that kind of thing, run of the mill, then it'd be like, yeah, it's, it's not that interesting. Mm -hmm. Just be interesting. That's all I want. Yeah. JBI. JBI. JB smooth. Also very funny. Yeah. Very interesting. (laughs) I don't know. I, I, I love watching like old stand up like Pryor and Eddie Murphy and Paul Mooney and like there are these comedians who are have a very specific point of view that's very rooted in who they are. And that takes so long for stand ups to get to usually. And mm-hmm. Yeah, and I think the it's, comfort of someone like Paul Mooney or like Dick Gregory is just yeah. they they do not care. <laughs> no. Like they're themselves on stage. Dick Gregory specifically is like very like just soothing. <laughs> yeah. Well, and I like and, patient. Yeah. Absolutely. And they have that there's a confidence and there is like an assuredness about it that kind of puts an audience at ease to kind of be like, all right, take me wherever you're going to go. You're going to take me on an observation. You're going to take me to a personal story or a one-liner, a character, an impression or whatever. You're just kind of like, yeah. And you kind of buy in 
more into the personality than you do like the premise of them doing jokes. Mm-hmm. And I think that's why like a lot of comedians are finding more of a following doing like podcasts or whatever. Cause it's like, well, we can just kind of like get to know who you are. And then when you make jokes, I can attribute it to something that I know about you. That's why like making fun of your friends is great. Cause it's like, well, I know my friends, I know what makes them laugh. I know things about them. So this kind of like, you know, humor has a, it's rooted in something that it has a connection that I like and I enjoy. Mm-hmm. And that's comedy 101 for more information please visit our website at jokes.com. Tap, 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 tap. Tap, 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 tap. We should just start a Patreon for uh, doing uh, jokes. Like somebody pays a dollar and we give them a joke? Yeah, we just give them a joke. (laughs) Monthly monthly joke subscription. And we'll just pull yeah. them from like old joke books from the 50s that no one's read. So nobody will know the difference. Right. <laughs> like popsicle, we'll eat a bunch of popsicle sticks. And then <laughs> yeah, we'll get the, the we'll get our, on the... yeah, whatever happened to that, whatever happened to humor from, you know, discarded food, wrappers. Food <laughs> <laughs> yeah, food humor. <laughs> yeah. Snickers bars used to say different things on them. Remember that? Yeah. Our whole lives revolved around um getting toys out of cereal boxes uh codes on caps for powerade and and yeah snickers jokes yeah or the popsicle stick yeah yeah the... popsicle sticks uh bubble gum i forget what the big league chew i think my oh, uh, like bazooka joe had bazooka joe. comics yeah wait i'm gonna look up a popsicle joke all right and then i want i want you to how long have we been talking <laughs> we're almost I'm gonna, we can wrap up. <laughs> I'm gonna look up a, a yeah, joke like, end on a popsicle me, joke let's end on a popsicle joke wait i want you to tell me what the punchline what do you think the punchline okay. is great okay uh, wait, I don't like. I want to find. <laughs> <laughs> you gotta find I wanna... anyone. Not a. You don't. Don't look. Don't search. Okay. How did the telephone propose to his girlfriend? How did the telephone propose to his girlfriend? He engaged a call. Oh, maybe if this was in England, but the answer is, uh, how did the telephone propose to his girlfriend? He gave her a ring. I wish I had like a soundboard that just had like uh, a room full of 50 people booing right now. (laughs) (laughs) Wow. Gave her a ring. Because I was just like, is it, is it, you know, one of those jokes where it's just like seven, eight, nine or something like that? I wasn't sure. But <laughs> give her a ring. Well, all right. Should we Can get you started? Find one? <laughs> Wait, I'm... a popsicle? No. Did you just go to popsiclejokes.com? I typed it into google.com. 
popsicle jokes. 40 plus plus 40, 40 plus. All right, perfect. Got one. Okay. What's the hardest thing about learning to ride a bike? What's the hardest thing about learning to ride a bike? Um, all the rim jobs. <laughs> uh, a better joke than the, what's the hardest thing about learning to ride a bike? The pavement. Get it? <sighs> Do you get yeah. it, Mark? Do you get it? Yeah. Do you yeah. understand the joke? <laughs> no. Where do spaghetti and sauce go to dance? I read that one. Oh. That was one I skipped over. The meatball. So I don't want to get. Oh, you like that one, do you? <laughs> Why are frogs rarely angry? Because so they don't have. Stupid. They don't have an attitude. They don't have an attitude. No, they eat whatever. They don't have. Bugs a, they don't them. have a bad attitude. No, they eat whatever oh. bugs them. You idiot. <laughs> where does the trunk? Where does it? Oh, I just told a joke. Where does an elephant keep its suitcase? It's in the trunk. <laughs> wow. The, these do jokes. Do you like these? I do like these because you know what it is. There's a simplicity to it, and I and it just makes me laugh, man. Do so you take back what you say take, about not liking jokes? Yeah, I take all of that back. I think everybody should just do uh, paint by numbers uh, jokes. That's the best. Mm -hmm. All right. What kind of bug is in the FBI? Oh. I I also like these are jokes that are like quizzes. It's not like a joke. Yeah. <laughs> this is like Wait, I got to get out a sheet of paper. <laughs> Do the calculation. Ever. What kind of Is bug? this an obvious one? This this seems so hard. What yeah, kind it's of an bug? obvious one. They're all obvious ones. Uh like kind a, of a phone bug is in, like in the FBI, a spider. Oh. <laughs> Okay, see, I wasn't thinking about spiders. What's the most expensive kind of fish? What's the most expensive kind of fish, Mark? <laughs> no, I, I heard the question. What's the, the most expensive kind of fish? <laughs> Tell me. It's right uh, in front of you. <laughs> what? What, costs, what kind of fish costs a lot of money? I don't. I, a goldfish, Mark. A goldfish. Oh, uh, because see. gold is expensive. Not if, not if you inherit it. <laughs> do they put that on the back of the joke? No. Back of the did, stick. Not if put... your grandfather leaves it to you. <laughs> Why? True. Wait, that one's not good. I was. <laughs> We should get started. This, this, <laughs> this one will take forever. <laughs> we'll never stop doing this. Why do owls always get invited to bird parties? Well, um, something with who. It has to be something with who. They know who 
they no, or they turn their neck a lot. Fuck, I don't know. Tell me. That's what it is. It's why do owls always get invited to bird parties? Because they turn their neck a lot. <laughs> no, it's it's because they're such a hoot. That's what it says. Yeah, uh, there's never been a joke. Mark my words. There's never been a joke about an owl that didn't involve who somewhere in it. Mm-hmm. Never. Not even one. You can't find one and it's not possible. Yeah. All right. You're probably right. Let's get started. <laughs> <laughs>